we were in negotiations for investing in real estate. They're winning, they're making money. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Educators Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Amalsh. I'm so glad you're here with me today. This podcast is so much fun to do because I get to help real estate investors and real estate educators. So whether you're a real estate investor or you're looking for real estate investor clients, this is the podcast for you. Please, if you haven't yet, give me a five-star review. We could really use the help. My good friend Gary here taught me on his podcast that I listened to. That is the currency for this show. You could pay me by not paying me at all. Just give me that five-star review and help me out. Appreciate that. Gary, so we just had a, a great conversation before we hit record here. And I am so excited to hear your story because you are the perfect guest for what we're trying to accomplish here. Keller Williams uh, background, educating in, uh, investors and agents all over the country, years and years mm -hmm. of experience. Now you have a national team of real estate agents, and you really do focus on the investor client. You like that repeat business and the number of uh, transactions you can yeah. get from your investor. So dying to hear your story, man. How's it going? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you very much, Kevin, for that great introduction. And uh, I, yeah, we we it's interesting because we just finished uh, hosting you on our on our podcast, and I'm thinking, boy, I got some big shoes to fill here, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, oh, it's interesting fun. how we have we have similar backgrounds. I mean, even the time frames, you know, it's just uh, it's like we traveled two parallel journeys, and you know, some different factors. I never did serve in the military, but I did serve the military as a contractor. I worked for for NASA at a, on the space shuttle project at Fort Langley Air Force Base. And then I guess I can say now it's been long enough. I actually was a uh, had top secret security clearance as a contractor for the Navy, tracking Soviet subs. So I've got that. Plus my family, my brother, my father. I mean, I, I was the oddball. I was the one that didn't serve directly, but I did serve indirectly. And uh, you know, I've always been. We lived in lived on base growing up. Um, just always and benefited by going to the base even in college to still buy my groceries. And of course, we bought beer because we were in college. All yeah. from the, the Norfolk Naval Base for a fraction of what we would have paid out in the in the consumer world. But um, in any case, the, that was really the only this. Everything else was like, boy, this this we're like, you know, cosmic twins or something when it comes to real estate. You know, <laughs> so uh, well, let's hear it. So how, how'd you get like why real estate? How'd you get in? Yeah, well, I knew that, you know. I'll give you the shorter version as I can. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I found myself really fascinated with houses because. My parents had split up and we moved into a little apartment. And a lot of my friends had houses and they go, man, when I grew up, I'm going to have a house. So I would start drawing houses, but not the floor plans, just the what I thought the house should look like from the front. And I, in my mind, I knew what the floor plan looked like, but I didn't know how to design a floor plan. Well, oddly enough, my, my grandfather, my paternal grandfather was a college professor. One of the subjects he taught was architecture. And so he showed me how to use the scales and the symbols and everything to draw floor plans. And I was eight years old and my mother bought me the T-square, the board, the drawing board, everything, uh -huh. the compasses, everything I needed. I started designing houses when I was eight years old. I still have all those designs, by the way, and I still design houses to this day. But I applied to Virginia Tech University for the School of Architecture. Now, we had in high school, we had moved way out in the country where most kids did not go to college. In fact, about a third of the kids didn't even graduate high school. It was all farm country. So I was one of the few kids that went to college. And my counselor never suggested that I apply for the School of General Studies and then then pick my major once I'm in. 
So the School of Architecture invited me down. I had great SAT scores. So they said, you know, we you really just didn't make the cut, but we like you so much. We wanted to speak to you in person and encourage you to apply for general studies and then convert into architecture later on. Well, it was too late. I'd already agreed to go to Old Dominion University where I studied computer science. And there is where I met my roommate, Socrates, as a freshman. His father was a Greek immigrant. And when we graduated college, I'm going to give you the, I'm going to cut out all the fun part, the beer and the parties and the, all this stuff. <laughs> I, although <laughs> and, uh, I do want to hear about that, but understand. So, so four years later, miraculously we graduated and uh, we said we're, we're going to go to rent a place down on the beach because we were 20 minutes from, from the Virginia Beach. His dad said, no, you're not. You're going to you're going to buy a house and I'm going to help you. And he did. He never gave us a dime, but he showed us exactly how to buy it. And this was January 1986. And people who were old enough to remember, interest rates were still really high. And back then, yeah, mortgages were still assumable. And by the way, this is interesting. Mortgages are still assumable today, guys. The difference is you just have to qualify for them. You have to qualify like you qualify for your own first mortgage. But if you qualify, you can assume somebody else's mortgage. So in any case, we assumed a veteran's mortgage. It was a VA mortgage. Refinanced his second that he had. And it gave him a third note for the remaining equity. So we had three mortgages on the property four-bedroom ranch. We rented out the other two bedrooms to two other guys who paid our rent. So instead of, you know, renting and, and wasting our money that way, thankfully we listened to his dad. And he, again, he didn't give us the fish. He taught us how to fish. And uh, two years later, I got married. And Sox, I thought it'd be a good idea for Sock to buy me out because now I was married. And if, if we got divorced, then it could be a big mess. So Sock bought me out and I had a, in total about 3,000 into the property and in two years, we we had a realtor come by, a real estate agent come by and say, "Well, we think it's worth this much now." It increased in value from we bought it for sixty three, is worth about seventy six at the time. I know these numbers sound crazy, but this is what it was at the time. So I got about eight thousand dollars, and I used that to buy my next house with my wife Susan, which was closer to the beach, for eighty five thousand, brand new three bedroom ranch. Now here's I'll give you a real quick side story here. One of my first lessons was. When you own real estate, unless there's some really, really compelling reason to sell it, keep it <laughs> because, you know, probably we kept, we stayed in there for three years. No, let's see. We stayed at house for three years. That's right. In 91, we moved in 2000, roughly three ish. I looked that house up on one of the websites to see what it was, would it be worth. And someone had, the person who bought it for me had just sold it for $350,000. Right? Oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh man. That's why you don't I'm, ever do that. Don't ever, bad advice. Don't ever go back and yeah. look at a house that you sold all those years yeah, later. You're going to be pissed, yeah. right? Yep. But what it did is it fired me up because I started buying oh, real estate. Work. Yeah. We, moved to, we moved to Western Pennsylvania. And this is where my story turned. Um, I was 35 years old. I went out and bought 10 properties in that year of my 35th year. Some were singles, some were duplexes, some were fourplexes. On average, it was three units. We, we ended up with 30 units by the end of the year. And I was bringing enough cash flow in that it, that matched my my corporate take-home pay. I was, a, at that time, I was a, um, a vice corporate vice president, not a, not a retail vice president, a corporate. I was actually doing pretty good. And I uh, had five weeks vacation, the whole, the, the nice corner office with a view of the rivers, the whole nine yards. But I was really unhappy. I, I felt like I was dying spiritually at that at that office. I mean... I couldn't take it anymore. So another a year and a half later, I went and told my boss, I said, you know, I just, I'm just, I'm going to retire. I don't need to work here anymore. 
And uh, he knew I had some properties and he laughed. He said, I got to ask you, how many do you have? At the time I had, I think it went up from 30 units to like 48 units or something like that. Um, eventually went to 70 something units. Then I bought a big apartment complex and ultimately ended up with 250 units in a few short years. Um, and I never looked back. There were some trying moments. A lot of, there, there can be some stressful moments. I know this was a podcast, but believe it or not, guys, I've got a head full of gray hair that, that each hair is related to an individual uh, tenant story. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I could go on all about all that, but at the end of the day, having those properties ended up serving me very well. It allowed me to, it gave me the foundation to launch other businesses. Like I launched my own brokerage. I had a property management business. I had a title business. I had an appraisal business. And ultimately I started teaching. I started, I was teaching investors already just on a small local scale one-on-one. I'd take them on, show them how to, to, to buy the properties and then analyze them and so forth. They became lifelong clients and they helped me launch my brokerage company, by the way, and my property management company and my title company. And then we sort of went public. I didn't sell the company. I eventually did. But going public, I mean, we started marketing and advertising and promoting, got on local radio, and it just took off. And I learned another big lesson in life. And uh, Robert, this is Robert Kiyosaki. I'd studied underneath him, met him in person at Lake Tahoe one year, and uh, I've had, a, had a, a great spend a day with him. And I said, I don't know if I got this right, but I still invest. I have a lot of properties. But I'm actually making more money on my businesses. I leverage the properties to launch businesses. And he said, no, you got it exactly right. Yeah. He said, you, the, four, the four corners of the cash flow quadrant, right? The E employee, S self-employed, I investor, B business owner. He said, it's the business builders that make the big bucks. And I never forget that. And uh, so to this day, I've built now seven businesses. And I'm still making money on some of those businesses, even though I sold them years before because I structured the exit so that I would get a residual for a long, long time. Um, and a great lesson in life, if, if you had the entrepreneurial gene, leverage your real estate to launch other businesses that you're really passionate about. Don't, don't just do a business because you want to make money. I promise you, you'll hate it. You know, If you do it because you love it, the money will come. It's an age-old lesson in life. And I had to learn a lesson a hard time the first time out. Um, but but I learned a lesson. Thankfully, my mom, the lesson my mom taught me in college, study what you love and you'll and money will never be a problem and you'll always be happy. And I, you know, didn't do that. I studied computer science, nothing against computer science. I did make good money, but I got burned out on it. With real estate, Kevin, I wake up today, it's it's 60 years old, just as excited as I did when I was 35 years old. I had the same pip in my step. I just, I just I'm really living the dream life. I love and it all this. started investing as a, as a, as a 23 year old, you know, just one, for one house, <laughs> start with one, just start with one house, right? Now you're living a yeah. dream. Like, okay. So we have more viewers. You'd be surprised at this probably uh, on our YouTube channel, because we've been doing YouTube for quite some time and we're yeah. the, the, uh, the podcast itself, the, the audio is still fairly new. So we have a lot of viewers. And so they can actually see your gray hair, but they could also see mm -hmm. the backdrop. So for those yeah. of you that can't see, it is beautiful. Yeah. Here, show us, show us the, yeah, yeah. So There's big a... deck. I'll just try to describe this for you. Big deck with the, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be a, what is that, a nine hundred foot deck or something? It, it's 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 over uh, over twelve hundred feet. Twelve hundred foot yeah. deck with yeah. complete 
bliss behind it, just a big forest yeah. and trees. And so this is what real estate has created for yeah. you. Now I could take this conversation in so many different directions with that opening. You have done so much in your career. You've helped mm -hmm. so many people. My question, mm -hmm. I want, what I would like to ask, uh, so Sock was your, uh, your roommate and yep. his father was like, cause you brought up rich dad, poor dad, or at least Kiyosaki. Yeah. His dad was kind of yeah. like your rich dad a little bit, wasn't he? He was, I tell you what, I mean, you couldn't, this was the crazy thing. It, it, uh, orientation before freshman year, Fuck and I never knew each other. We met each other during orientation. They were like, we got to be roommates, man. It was like perfect blood brothers. We go back to the student center and our parents were talking to each other. It was like, this is, so we called student housing and they said, yep, we'll switch your roommates. You guys are going to be roommates. And I tell you that if, if I could pinpoint one thing in my life that was the pivotal moment in terms of business and finance, that was it. That was the, that was the key That's one moment. Amazing. You know? Yep. Like, so I'm assuming as successful as you are and the, the high achiever and all of this, that you believe in the law of attraction. I have to cool, assume yeah. that. So yeah. this is totally the universe bringing this together without, I mean, you're just open to it. You're not asking necessarily yeah. for it. You just, you just, you're just open to it and look at what happens. Yep. But you took yeah. action. That's what a lot of investors don't do. Maybe we can go there. So yeah. You have a lot of students. You have a lot of agents. How do you how do you help them or real estate investors that you're trying to help take the action like you did? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. That's a, actually probably one of the best questions ever. So I, I used to teach investors, and I built a brokerage because I thought I really need to teach the agents how to work with the investors because that's why I got my license. The agents were not trained to work with wonderful people, but their brokerages were not teaching them about investing. So I said, I'm going to beat that. So I created a brokerage that was based on the premise that we're teaching our agents how to invest so that they can work with the investors. And you'd have thought I invented pizza and beer. I mean, we we grew sixfold during the recession years. I eventually merged that with Keller Williams and I eventually left Keller Williams. That was three years ago in a wonderful company. I didn't leave there because I was mad, guys. I left there because it was the right business decision. So now I've got a national team of agents in 37 states and they don't pay me one dime for training, for leads, for any of that kind of stuff, because I, I lead with education. That's our mantra. We, we lead with epic education, education, right education, plus the right action, plus the right, um, sorry, right education. And this, I should know this because it's my, <laughs> the right education, <laughs> plus the right information, plus the right action equals the right results. So I learned this when I was at KW training that the people I was teaching, and back then they had to pay me up front. That was the model. They had to pay me for me to train them. Whether they produce or not was a different story. I knew for my own math, because I taught, I taught everybody one-on-one, that 20% of them would take action and 80% would not. And I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. That means 80% I'm paid for something they didn't even use, right? That's sad. So and of the 20% that did, 20% of them rushed it. I mean... Just we're talking hundreds of hundred plus transactions a year on average, and more and, and four plus transactions per client. That that's the that's the statistic. That's the model. So what I started thinking about is how can I get them to take action? And the key for me is I work with them one on one. I realize if I just train the masses, and I'm on this this side of the river, and I'm yelling to them on the other side of the river and said, "Hey, swim on across the river because it's really good over here." Most of them won't do it because the fear holds them back, hesitation. Oh, it's comfortable here. 
I'm, I'm okay. I've got my, my little home and my little car and my little family and, and I don't want to take any chances, right? That's the kind of stuff I run up against. What I realize if I go over to their side of the river, right? And bring them back over arm in arm, showing them the way directly. Like we call it guided training. We literally train everybody. This is crazy. I'm talking one-on-one and, and that's what we're, that's how we have such a high product. Our team, and this is crazy, but we actually outproduce the national average of agents by more than two to one. Now that's just a statistic. I always tell people, do you want to be average? You can be average if you want, or you want to be above average. You want to be in the top 20%. And I do that in the interview, by the way, I always, I, you know, we bring everybody on, we don't kick anybody out, but I always challenge them by asking them when you look, and I show them stats. I say, look, I've got agents that haven't produced anything. I've got agents to do four a year, 12 a year. I've got agents to do a hundred a year. Which group do you want to hang around? And then I show them the video of the Eagle. You ever seen the Eagle video? Yeah. Okay, let's put, yeah, oh, we'll no. put it up in the notes, guys. We'll put it in the notes. I'll but share yes, it with you. send that to me. Awesome video. And what the, the moral of the story is, is everyone here is capable of taking action. And I know you are. I know everybody listening to this has gone through some type of trauma in life, some type of challenge or a crisis. If you have a child and you're seeing that child ride his or her bike, out towards a busy road and you know there's imminent danger are you just going to sit there no you're going to run you're going to run even if you haven't run in five years even if you haven't run since you were in high school you're going to run to save your child you're going to take action right so i know you're capable of it that the, the, here's the lesson you don't have to be in crisis mode to take action take action every single day like it's the like it's the best day of your life it's the one day in your life that you're going to make a meaningful difference right and the only way to make that happen is you got to take action. You know you're capable of it because you know you can do it in crisis mode. I'm not saying live life in, in crisis mode. What I'm saying is summon that energy, give yourself permission to live at that high level and take that high level action at any given moment. So you don't just survive this. You can survive. You don't just you don't just go through life passively in reaction mode. Be an action taker. Be proactive. Make things happen. Create opportunities for other people. That's what's going to happen when, when you lead by example and you take action every single day, people will follow you. And like Zig Ziglar said famously, if you just simply help enough other people get what they want, then you'll be get plenty of what you want. So my suggestion to you is if you're a listed agent, and I'm guessing you are, learn how to invest so you can work with investors. Help the investors get lots of investor properties. Like Zig says, help them invest. And I can, I don't, I'm not supposed to use the word guarantee, Kevin, but I'm going to give you a guarantee. I guarantee you, you help enough investors make money, you're going to have plenty of money and the knowledge yourself to invest yourself. That's how it works. And I'm just getting chills listening to you talk. Like, so <laughs> you have this team. Are you recruiting? Mm -hmm. Like, would you, if someone was interested in like joining you or under you, like, is that yeah. even possible? Yeah. You know, what's funny is we don't even outbound call anymore because, you know, I'm, I, we have, you know, a website. Um, I've been teaching for years. I've literally in person taught more than 24,000 people. This is over a 20-year period. But people find us through the website. You know, we're on Facebook, all the social media channels. Um, every day we get people filling out this form. It's a, basically it's a learn more form. And then what happens is we um, Beverly calls them. And you, you literally, so you get an actual personal phone call from Beverly. All she's doing is just screening you just, just to make sure you're you're a real person with a license because a lot, we get a lot of the, just like you, I'm sure the, the, 
people wanting to sell some special cream or spell, sell something <laughs> else to us. And they yeah. basically, you know, use our form to do that. So, so we have to do that. But then she'll say, you know what, I'm going to set you up with a call with Gary. And it's a real call with me. So everybody that comes on the team actually speaks to me. Usually it's like a half hour. And all I'm doing, Kevin, I just want to find out what their vision is. I just want to find out what is it you're, what are you looking to accomplish? And if they say something like, you know, I, I want to be financially free. I don't want to work at my job anymore. You know, or I, you know, I've been in real estate for three years and I've only had three transactions. I need to make more money, you know, or they say, you know what? I, I filled out that form because I want to invest and you're the only person that's willing to teach me for free because you can, we don't, nobody pays me upfront for anything, not one dime for leads, for training, for coaching. We don't get paid unless you produce. That's the bottom line. That is, it's a total departure from the traditional yeah. training model where you pay upfront whether you're produced or not. So that's the thing. And when I mentioned that earlier, Kevin, it's a passion of mine that nobody uh, pays unless they produce. I know. I'm and, laughing and that, because do people actually call you and just want to suck from you and not don't want to provide any value oh, yeah. at all? They'll just say, oh, oh I'm calling you people. because you're going to train me for free and nobody else will. So that's that's their lead in, huh? That's pretty much it. There's no, I, I don't care how young or old they are, you know, what their education is, tall, short, rich. Right, it doesn't matter. Oh, you got to screen that it. out, though. You don't want that. You want someone calling <laughs> you say, "I want to be rich, and here's why." So, yeah, I'm assuming. But like, so you're saying, how do you get someone to take action? So, what I tell people, like, how how are you successful? How are you able to get through those fears? Because it is the yep. fear that stops you. So, why would I jump in that river and and somebody else want it? Well, it's it really, Gary. To yep. me, it comes down to my why. So very yeah. quickly, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but I, I yeah. lost my mother when I was just a kid and my mm -hmm. dad raised me and my brother and my sister, and he gave up everything, including his own retirement, mm -hmm. no savings at all so that he could support us and bring us up in what was a lower middle-class uh, living, but we thought was middle-class, right? Because mm -hmm. he was borrowing just to, to make it. So we didn't know that we were poor. And so my why was, I'm going to help him retire. He gave up his retirement for me. I'm going to retire him. Now that, mm -hmm. that's the type of why that's going to make you take the action. Just yeah. like going and, and saving the kid that's going to run into the street. So I would challenge yeah. you, the listener, before you call Gary, if you decide to do that, why do you want him to hold your hand across that river or go, go elbow to elbow with you across that river? You got to really think about what the goal is here. It's not just to get free education. Yeah. So I just want to yeah. challenge the listener before they call you. Be sure you're not just wasting someone's time here. Let's be respectful. That's all. The Real Estate Educators Podcast is brought to you by Pine Financial Group. Pine Financial Group is a private lender specializing in value-add bridge lending for real estate investors. This is accomplished by raising private money from individual investors and lending that money out in short-term real estate loans. Pine operates one of the coolest public mortgage funds on the market because it brings consistency and security to your investment portfolio without giving up on returns. The fund pays its investors a flat 8% return with monthly distributions. There is a low minimum investment and no lockup period. That's right. You can request all of your money back at any time without any fees. Diversify your portfolio out of Wall Street and into Main Street with the Pine Financial Group Public Fund PFG Fund 5. Find out more at pinefinancialgroup.com. That's pinefinancialgroup.com.
Well, the fir first thing we do is actually when someone comes on board, is I, I learned this process myself about 20 years ago when I was at scout camp. I learned from, I was very blessed to have some great teachers. I mean, you know, Jack Canfield, uh, John Maxwell, Stephen Covey in person. I met Stephen Covey. Oh, God, you've had some good kid, ones. 23 years old, man. It was in 1989, and I was too young to appreciate who he was and what he was doing. I didn't actually start using what he taught me until years later. So I took the Stephen Covey approach about, you know, determine your values first, then set your goals. You see, most programs just say, set your goals. Tell me what your goals are. I'm here to okay. tell you. You need to have your vision first. So we do what's called a vision exercise. And the values come out of the vision exercise. And out of the vision exercise, I, I show people, I show them how to, to get outside their small brains, their small minds, and let their big mind take over when there's no limits. I mean, I'm sitting here on this deck with this amazing view. I mean, I literally look at the Shenandoah Valley. Skyline, Skyline Drive, one ridge. The other ridge is Appalachian Trail. This is where I go up and bike and hike and all the time. So that was part of my vision 20 years ago, right? And I literally, I, I drew pictures of it. I wrote it down. I found pictures on the internet. I made it so real in my my heart, my mind. It was it was it was going it was going to be real. It was already real at the time. I just had to step into it. So I show people how to do that because some people don't. They've never done that before. They never had the experience. So we do that. And the other thing we do is um, I train everybody one on one. I, I it's literally one on one coaching, but we also engage at five different levels. So we have a morning session. Get together with everybody every morning. Then we also have masterminds for different purposes, like um, uh, affordable housing mastermind, commercial mastermind within our group. You can, we meet biweekly in these masterminds. Once a week, I teach a class. We call it Monday Night Live. It's, we now open that to the public because people kept saying, can I bring my neighbor? Can I bring my friend? Can I bring this other agent? And we said, yeah, you can bring anybody you want. So now that's growing. And then we get together once a month for a team scrum. That was last night, by the way, where we do high level strategic planning at the team level. So they're engaging at five different levels. The bottom line is when they're swimming across the river, they are never alone. They're, they're with me, they're with a group of 10 people, then they got the bigger group. And so when it comes to action, the reason we do it that way is if we can, if we can engage with people on multiple levels, they're more likely to take action because they know I'm taking action. You know, I always tell people, my commitment can't be bigger than your commitment. Your commitment has got to be at least right. as, as much as mine, right? And they know if they swim with me, I'm, I'm, I wake up, I don't even drink coffee. I've, I've got adrenaline in my blood. Or I don't, you can probably tell from talking to me. So, and, and as a backup, we got the other people in the small group. And as a backup to that, we got the group in class and we got the group, the whole group on, on the once a month call. So they are never alone in that, that, Seeing other people taking action that are where they are now and getting to the next step. I'll give an example. Brittany Taylor just joined a team. And this was a real, real life person. I'm not making up the names here. Um, hopefully she'll hear this. Started, she's already, she's already had her, she had her first transaction the very first week. It was a two-ender, double-ender. Now she's got another double-ender coming in. And she's already uh, uh, helped other people, two other people, attract other people to the team. So one of the reasons I don't have to do any outreach, I don't call anybody, you know, do any cold calling or anything is the agents on the team are, are so excited they actually tell other agents so that's that and they come and fill out the form and we do the interview and all that stuff but back to the action part don't you think it's a lot easier to take action when the guy next to you is also taking action you know yes yeah and so for a lot of us until yeah. they hear you you didn't have that person mm -hmm. you didn't have that rich dad socks dad 
and they're yeah. they really are on an island. So you're 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 taking them off that island and bringing them on a much bigger island uh, or mainland, maybe. Yeah. But you're bringing them them with you, yeah. which is fantastic. I don't know anybody that has a model like that. So when yeah. when we first talked about bringing you on the podcast, and I wanted to hear more about how they could be, you know using education to help attract investors like what what did you do to start doing yeah. classes and and all of that but gosh they could if they want just get a hold of you and, and join a team that's already have all this it's like buying a franchise you already have the systems in place all you got to do is follow the recipe and and you're successful yeah. so i do want to get into the story about how you got into the education and how that benefited you and your business i want to ask you mm-hmm. want to ask real estate and how to, how, how did real estate change your life? But let's stay on the, on the team for just a second. How do, how do we, okay. how do we do that? So I wrote down Monday night live that's open to everybody. So that might yep. be a nice soft intro into you and what you're doing. Can they, can they join that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's easy. If, if they, if you go to global there's a link there where you can register for Monday night live. It's right across the top. It's a banner that goes across, click here, Monday Night Live, and you'll register, and they'll let you register for like up for a whole year. And you got to re-register, I think, every few months or something. But um, totally free. There's no, and we, it is education focused. There's no selling, pitching, recruiting. It's I always tell people, hey, you can come teach my class. I'm happy to have you. And I know you may have something to sell, and I'm not opposed to that. I just want you to teach first. To teach, teach something valuable, and then they're going to number one, they'll be interested in what you've got to sell. Um, but then it, then it, it'll make more sense to them too, as far as, you know, what your, whatever your program is. So, so we lead with education. When I teach, it's just straight teaching and training that's on the website and on the website, there's other things they can grab for free. There's, there's, you know, free books, there's videos. I mean, there's lots of stuff there they can use to just stick their toes in the water and dabble, um, and make sure that it's, it's something that they really want to get into, you know? That's great. So global investor agent dot com correct global yep. investor agent.com so please go and check that out sounds like tons of great free resources including a weekly education series great way to get to know mm-hmm. gary a little bit and decide do i want to explore this one free 30 minute phone call with him and see if he could help me across that river because gary's jumping in like you coming you coming or not right all right, yeah. let's talk about you uh, getting started in the education side. So you learned early on, it sounds like, that if you could provide value, you can earn business. So take me yeah. back to how did you get involved in yeah. helping other people? Yep. So what happened is uh, uh, one another uh, trainer, we call them gurus, he was more traditional, stand up on the stage and, you know, you know, teaching and preaching and people spend a lot of money. And uh, and it worked. He had good stuff. But in any case, he invited me to be on his radio program. He looked me up, found, realized I had a bunch of properties and said, you know, you don't know me. I don't know you, but I have a weekly Saturday morning business. It's, it was on big time radio. He said, would you come on and just share your story? And I was like, really? And he said, heck, yes. Yeah. What do I tell me where to set up? So eight o'clock in the morning. He was nine in the morning on the Saturday. He called me on Monday and he said, I've received more phone calls wanting to, to check out my training because of that radio program on Saturday morning. I'm like, really? He said, yeah. In fact, so much so, I want you to come in and, on one of my Saturdays just to come in and have lunch with the guys. I said, sure, I'd be happy to. So I went in there the, the, like two Saturdays later, a bunch of us went out to lunch and I uh, had a good old time just just 
chewing the fat and talking about real estate and all the crazy stories. And in any case, um, I, I went back to class. He said, you, you can come back if you want. So I started teaching. Just He said, hey, can you tell us what you do when you flip a home? I said, well, yeah, I'd be glad to. So I showed him all that. That led to me doing like a, a Saturday every every once a month or something like that. And I liked it. I didn't get paid for it. I didn't make any money at all doing it. And uh, but what I realized is, is man, this is this is another key key moment. I call it like a like a, a a God moment. You know, what I realize is, if I teach the investors how to invest, I'll get a lot more clients because I just got my license. I didn't want anybody knowing, by the way. But I thought I can make another business model out of it, and that's exactly what I did. I didn't have a formal program. I just said, look, I'm gonna. If you want to flip, I'm gonna help you flip one on one. If you want to buy a rental, I'm gonna help you buy a rental one on one. They didn't just buy one flip. They didn't just buy one rental. They bought multiple flips and multiple rentals. So I never had more than like two dozen people I was working with at a time. That was it, and it gave me more capital to do other things. But here's the cool part: I did eventually develop training specifically for flipping and rentals and management and wholesaling and all that. And so now with the team, what I do is when someone's on the team, they automatically get all their rights to that to that uh, training to share with their clients. So now my agents can help their clients become educated when it comes to investing. So when you when you help somebody through education, what happens is you're you're leading with service. You're you're like a servant leader. You're coming from contribution. You're giving first with and really there's no expectation of anything in return. They might buy something, they might not. But the reality is, is if they learn to trust you because you're actually educating them first, you're going to have a really good long-term relationship. And that's exactly what happened. That's our model. We we build relationships. We don't go for the transactions. We build relationships and then transactions come as a result. But the fulfillment part, back to your original question is, I get so much pleasure from teaching people. And yes, we make money doing it. But the fulfillment is, Six months later, when somebody calls me and says, hey, Gary, I just want to thank you because what you taught me on that Monday Night Live back in May, I actually just used. It just worked, and I just made $75,000, and I don't know how Love to thank it. you. you know, that, that's the fulfillment part. When you help people build wealth and income, you got a friend for life, man, you know? Yeah, and a friend for life is exactly it. I've got friends that I made in this business that will be friends for life. And it did start with education and helping them and they start making money because of what we were doing. And gosh, you're right. It builds loyalty like nothing else. Mm -hmm. And there's, let's be honest, there's not a ton of loyalty in real estate. I mean, we're all buddies yeah. and we're all, all get along and we're, but they're going to go to the person that's cheaper, they, yep. whatever. So the way you build loyalties that really do help them. Um, with all that said, I, I got to tell you, I agree with you 100%. When you get that phone call or that email, sometimes I even get handwritten letters because of you. This is yeah. what happened. And that's why. That really is why. Yeah. yeah. So what's yeah, next it's, for it's, you? It's, well, so what I'm doing right now is um, the, the team, we're in 37 states. So now I'm teaching other people on the team how to do what I'm doing. It's sort of like self-replicating. And uh, to help them become leaders. So I started looking for who are my leaders. And I thought, well, I'm going to handpick. And then I thought, wait a second. I'm going to open it up to the whole group. So I told, I, I invited everybody. I said, look, if you want to do what I'm doing, you need to let me know because I'm going to start teaching it. We, we're, we developed a program to help people want to build their own teams. The way we do it, it's not just like a local team. You can have agents all over the country, just like I do. We, we know how to do it now because we've done it. We've already helped 
now about a half dozen other people do it. So that's now the the the, the next step in the journey is to develop leaders, show them how to build teams that are not just local but national in scale, with a client base that's national. And it's so easy to do. I mean, I I was able to do this in three years. This team that I'm running now, we just started three years ago, right from scratch. So there's other people underneath that now already have teams of you know 20 and 30 people just starting out. So I'm really excited about that because what it, it's like, that's my legacy. The thing that everything has led to, all my experience, all that learning has led to this moment. And it's the it's the first time in my life where I'm completely letting go of everything and giving everything to these people. Nobody, you know, I do get earned portions of commissions from the agents that come on initially for a short period of time, not, it's not permanent. I don't take a permanent slip, guys. It's just a little referral fee for an average of eight transactions and you're done. You can stay as long as you want and you're no, no more paying me that, that referral fee. Um, but the people at the level that are team building, they don't, they don't even, there's a 5% thing you have to pay for the, it's like pays the light bills. There's fees for all these things. We, we have a lead generating platform we pay for. We have uh, the, all the trainings on a training platform. All that stuff has to be paid for. We got five employees. So that 5% that's the permanent part that pays for all the overhead. We don't make money on that. But in any case, now all these, these I've got these a dozen people out there now doing what I'm doing. We literally just started it about a month or two ago, and um, it's already working. We're already getting results. You know, we, the first week, um, people added four people added a person each to their to their teams in one week. Now it's you know two people per week, um, and they get all the training. Everything is in there. So I'm literally giving everything I've learned and developed over the last 37 years. To the people on my team so they can carry forward now i you know i'm not going to stop i've got at least three more books i've identified i'm going to write i've written nine so far i've got three more that i've got the outlines for i want to do that and you know i'll just be honest with everybody i'm actually here caring for my mother right she's she's 85 years old and she's needs help so i'm doing that and thank goodness i have the business model i have because i wouldn't be able to do that if i had a regular job We'd have to put her in a home. That's not what we want to do. So we're keeping her here. We're doing that. And also uh, um, the traveling is a big thing for me too. I love to travel. I've seen the entire United States, most of Canada, about half of Europe, well, most of Europe. Um, and my goal is to to spend time and learn about other peoples and other cultures and all, all the seven continents. Well, at least six, because one of them, you know, is covered in ice. <laughs> so, but uh, that's that's the big vision. And really... My mission statement in life, I keep this card with me. Um, let me whip this out here real quick. I'll show you this. So I look at my vision every single day. All right. That's my that's my mission. My one statement. And I'll, I'll do what it says. It's a little I note wanna... card. Yes. For yeah. everyone that's not watching, you can see it. Just It's just like a note card with a, yep. a pen, like a like handwriting on it. And what it, what it says is I, I will improve the life of every person I, I meet in life. I'll improve the life of every single person I meet. So that's my mission. You know, so when I'm out there, I call it I call it teaching or preaching. I, I know people want me to teach them how to make money. And I know what they need too. What I learned was if I try to, to sell what they need, they won't do it. But if I give them what they want, right, then they're more willing to open be open to listen to what I know that they need. So oh, that's interesting. So let's, that was really yep. good. That was really, really good. Can we say that yep. one more time? Because I, I like that a lot. Yep. If you um, 
give people, them what you want and what they want. Okay, say it yep, again. You, give, your words. Yep. Give people what they want, and then then they'll learn to 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 know you, like you, and trust you, and and realize that you've got their best interest heart. But give them what they want, and then give them what they need, because and what they need you. is not just how to do a transaction. What they need is a, a mission statement for themselves. They need that they understand their values. They got to have a vision. They got to have a real passion. And the passion is going to come from helping others do that very same thing that you're doing. It's like Zig Ziglar said, you know, you just hoping if other people do what you want, you'll get plenty of what you want. In real estate, it's easy because you help people buy real estate and you're going to be able to buy real estate. But but there's a there's an inner part of this that comes from giving and serving. So when you learn that, and it's it, everybody has to learn it at their own pace and their own time. It took me a lot of years. In my early years, guys, it was all about me. When when God hit me upside the head with a four by four, he didn't. I didn't. He didn't use a two by four on me because my head's thick. He did a four by four multiple times. <laughs> I turned it around and I went from the inside to the outside. So everything I do is is um, pushing out, giving out, and serving others. And you become what we call a servant leader. You lead by service. The, the great, the greatest leaders in the world were always the ones who served their people. I mean, just look in history. Look at Martin Luther King. Look at Gandhi. You know, I, I, Jesus. If you're whether you believe in he was the Messiah or not, he was a literal human being, and he served people. I mean, there's a lot. Mother Teresa. There's all kinds of examples. You know, um, Nelson Mandela. My gosh, I could go on and on. Be a servant leader. And you'll you'll be happy every day of your life. I can promise you that. You know. Yeah, uh, this is really good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take some notes here and and write some of this down. I, I love the note card and and that's obviously you talked earlier about leading with your value and getting your values before your goals. That was fantastic advice. I learned that too, not that long ago, actually, only like three maybe three years ago. Um, mm -hmm. I learned that one, um, and. I love how you follow what you're preaching and so many people don't do that. So appreciate you doing that. Just a couple more questions. I know we got to, got to wrap this up, but um, I, I don't ask this a lot, but you're so open. I could tell, and and you've had so much success. Can you tell me about maybe a mistake you've made and, and something that you see other, maybe you make it or other people are making it and like, what is it and, yeah. and how do you avoid it or how do you learn from it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. If I wrote a book and all the mistakes I've made, I know. it'd be That's the biggest question. book I've ever written. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've made some doozies, guys. Let me tell you, you know, I mean, you know, easily, definitely, definitely several six-figure financial mistakes and then and probably a big seven-figure one where I, I sold things I shouldn't have sold, sold properties. But really the biggest, I say the biggest mistake people make is um trying to control things, trying to control the circumstances, control the events, control the outcome. Basically, it's always used comes down to manipulation. You're trying to manipulate events to serve you. When you can, when you have your vision and you set your goals and you just commit to taking action, when you commit to taking action, you're going to, your path's going to be entered. I don't care how good your plan is. I plan every single day. I'm the, like the biggest planner you ever meet. But part of my plan is in pen, because it doesn't change. The other half is in pencil because I know it's going to change. So just accept the fact that the path you're going to go down is not going to be the path you think. But I promise you, if you have that vision so clear in your heart and your mind and your goals are so precise, you 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 can see that house you want every square inch. How many going to the bathroom, 
going to the kitchen, going out to the back deck. I mean, precisely. Okay. And you keep taking action every single day in spite of what's going to happen. You're going to get, you're going to get a flat tire. Your child's going to need braces. Your mother's going to fall down. Things are going to happen. But when you got that vision and you have those goals so crystal clear and you know every action step you got to take, I don't care how many bad things happen to you. You are always going to get back on track and get back on the path to achieving your goals. It's going to help you realize your vision. So, so the, the answer there, back to the original answer is surrender. Learn how to surrender. doesn't mean give up. It means surrender attachment to the outcome. You got to have faith and you got to take action. Those are the two things you need, faith and action. Forget controlling and manipulating. It's going to kill you. Focus on faith and action. Faith in your vision and belief in your action is going to get you to your vision through your goals. That's it. A lot of lots said there, but that the mistake is trying to manipulate and control. It'll, you know, kill relationships, it'll kill business deals, it'll it'll make you unhealthy, you know. So learn learn to let go of that, you know. Love it. Love it. Gosh, I could just feel the passion when you're answering these questions. I'm, I'm loving this. So one more, and then we're going to get okay. your contact information, anything else you want to share with us. But I know I'm excited for this one because of the passion you have. So tell me, what has real estate done for you? Oh, my gosh. It uh, it actually gave me the foundation upon which I was able to do everything else, right? So I built the foundation first. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I thought I'm just buying real estate and generating cash flow. But I leveraged the foundation to launch these other businesses. And and I'd even mentioned the Healing House Foundation. That was the, we did that last year. We we launched the Healing House Foundation to raise funds for people in need of housing or need of funding for housing. And um, so that's, a, that's you, I was able to, I'm able to do that because of real estate. I've been able to travel all over the world because of real estate. I'm able to, you know, sit here and serve my mother in her, her last years because of real estate. Real estate gave me the foundation for everything else. That's awesome. Love it. All right. How do we get a hold of you? Um, pro- probably the best thing is we do have two websites. The original website, it's real estate with Gary Wilson, which I, I don't like the name, but the Google guru said, well, they're searching for your name and they're searching for real estate. And the word with is a very highly searchable word. So we suggest you make it real estate with Gary Wilson. So you go there, you get all kinds of free content, information, training, that's for everybody. That's the that's what everybody sees. The one for the agents specifically and the investors looking for agents to serve them is globalinvestoragent.com. And because of where we are, I'm not going to predict the future, but I want every agent to really pay attention to this. Man, make, make investing part of your, your model with your license. You leverage your license to serve owner occupants and investors. All you need to do is learn a terminology and a methodology. You know, I may be the only one to teach. I don't know, you know. You know, if I just, just teach yourself, however you do it, I'm happy to teach it, but learn to make that part of your model. And uh, that's the globalinvestoration.com website. And you'll see on there how to get a hold of me. I'll give you my personal email, by the way, if you want. Uh, it's yeah, Gary, it. yep, G-A-R-Y at R-E-W-G-W.com. And the R-E-W-G-W is the initials for real estate with Gary Wilson. Um, and if you want a lot more free stuff, go to YouTube, go to real estate with Gary Wilson YouTube channel. We've got, I think, 16 playlists, um, several hundred videos. I mean, we literally, we really do just give it all away. Um, but most people, they want the, they want that one-on-one coaching when they see all that stuff. So I'm happy to do it. 
I got, there's me, there's Rob Lane, Gina Hansen. Um, Gina Hansen was one of the top 25 Keller Williams team leaders in the country. And I used to work for her, by the way. She's on the team coaching. She helps the residential side. I do the investor side. And Rob Lane is a former Navy, a former Air Force pilot. He's a trainer. And he trains everybody coming in the door on the forms. How do you fill them out? Where do you load them up? All, the compl- all that stuff. That's what he does. And he's patient like your dad. He's like, he's like your maybe patient like your granddad. How about that? So we got we to gotta dive into the science. And I hope other people will model this because I think it's, it's necessary in our industry. The way the market's going, I'm telling you, there's going to be more renters. And there already is. But that means there's going to be more landlords. Somebody's got to serve them. It might as well be you, you know? Love it. All right. So if you're listening Monday night live at the global Gary gave out his webs or his uh, email. We're going to put that in the notes. So, all right. We're probably edited in on the YouTube channel. Come, maybe it'll come across right here. Um, reach out to him. He can, sounds like he could help you if you're looking for growing your real estate agent business with real estate investor clients. That sounds like it's the exact niche that he's doing. So be sure to reach out to him. Gary, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're, it's probably pretty tough for you on that 1200 foot deck, uh, but I really (laughs) appreciate you sitting out there with me. Um, I had a great time, man. Thanks for coming on. I I appreciate it, Kevin. I appreciate the opportunity to to teach and serve. And uh, um, I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you very much. All right, I think we'll catch you on the next one. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did, please be sure to follow and leave us a review. Oh yeah, and tell a friend.